Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Our sages teach. No, it's not our job to finish, but we must attempt. And even when it feels impossible, we're still not exempt. <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome uh, to everybody tuned in from around the world. It is uh, wonderful to speak with you on a Thursday morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Eitan Freilich with Yom Zeh, Star of David, that's eighth day. Ani Mamin from uh, Shia Rubenstein. Baruch Levine, Shalom Rav, and Lo Alecho off the album Pedusha, that's brand new. And, of course, Regesh, Moda Ani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Thursday on this January 10th, the 4th of Shvat. Good morning. My name is Nahum Siegel. This is JM in the AM. I am so glad you're tuned in. We give you the opportunity to interact with us by going to our app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. I want to thank both the Trucker Yitz and listener Robin for commenting during bonus JM. Listener Devorah is out there. She says, Nahum, with tremendous joy, I wish the entire... Saban and Sandorfi families, Mazel Tov, and my son Yonah's Bar Mitzvah this Shabbat. He did a fantastic job laning at the Kotel Monday, and we're sure he'll do great this Shabbat. May he accept mitzvot 
with Simcha. Dvora, mazal tov to you, the entire family. And yes, uh, you should be extremely proud of a bar mitzvah boy who performs as you just described. That is absolutely wonderful. 32 degrees outside with 62% humidity. Windsor West at 14 miles an hour. Partly cloudy, windy today with a high temperature of 37. Then tonight, mostly clear, a low temperature of 25. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high Friday, 32. You shall lie right now at 49. We're at 32 degrees here in uh, New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, big day today for us here. First of all, there is unbelievably incredible big news at the Ohel Jaffa campus in Brooklyn, New York. Um, the Cayman Health Urgent Care, in partnership with Ohel and the Ganger Family Medical Center, is having a grand opening this Sunday. And we are inviting David Mandel, Nahum Weingarten, Mati Kamenetsky onto the air this morning to discuss this revolutionary and groundbreaking piece of news uh, that's really going to transform a community. And we'll explain all of it coming up at 7.35 this morning here at JM in the AM. Also, Ashley Blaker, the great comedian, is scheduled to uh, join us here. Ashley Blaker is scheduled to join us in studio in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM in the AM. We're very much looking forward to that. Tomorrow's Friday, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us tomorrow. There's a lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, well, we heard from our friends at Hafter this morning about the fire that broke out of the elementary school. Uh, according to Channel 7 News, smoke poured from the building as firefighters moved in to get it under control. started around 3 a.m. inside the second floor of Hafter on Washington Avenue in Lawrence. The chief said it was confined to one classroom, a large classroom, a little extension to the hallway, and a little extension to the outside of the building when the flames came out of the windows. Firefighters reported heavy smoke through the building. It was a textbook operation, according to the chief. The members did a really good job. They had smoke. They had to find the fire. There was a lot of hose stretching through hallways upstairs and ultimately to the classroom. That was on fire. Fortunately, Baruch Hashem, nobody injured. There'll be no school there today at Hafter on Thursday, but again, most importantly, thank God everyone is safe. So we uh, we wish good luck to everybody at Hafter as they uh, go through that recovery, and again, thank God um, uh, the fire, no matter what caused it, did not cause the uh, ultimate damage that, God forbid, uh, could have been so horrific. So Baruch Hashem. Good to praise God in this forum in front of uh, the entire world when something like that happens, and thank God nobody is hurt. Thursday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. More coming up. Keep it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Erev Shabbat Yotzei Meham Yisrad Yoshev Liyad Psanter Mechakesh ha-shira tered me'ashamayim. Shah ha-yitzira patuach ba-shamayim. 
חומי שזוכר להשתמש בו. אהדה כתבו לי את השירה הזו, השירה המיוחדת לשבת, שאני אשיר למשפחה שלי ואתן לכולם שמחה. אהדה כתבו לי את השירה הזו, השירה המיוחדת לשבת, שאני אשיר למשפחה שלי ואתן לכולם שמחה.
Thank you. 
JM in the AM, your Achmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir, with that one off of the album entitled Forever here at JM in the AM. Uh, let's see. Uh, before the, and, and by the way, we had a comment on the app from our rabbi friend in Atlanta. He says the song is from the most neglected halacha about Birkas Hamazon. Awesome. Hmm. I need more details on that. Also says it's freezing in the south on his way to Atlanta Jewish Academy. Hope all is well at Hafter. Take fire drills seriously. Good point. And yeah, kudos to the fire department. Nobody heard in that overnight fire at uh, at Hafter, out on Long Island. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he means by that with the song. Got to find out. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course on the beloved NSN app. Yaakov Shweki with Harayat. Friends, that was Mordechai Shapiro. Ohad with Birkat HaOreach and Levado. Shire Yatera done by Schlockrock. Eitan Freilach's Yomze. And you're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM. And they have plenty coming up all day long, including our friends from Ohel who are going to be here in the 7 o'clock hour. Ashley Blaker, the great comedian in the 8 o'clock hour. And then a full day of amazing programming today. A full day of amazing programming today. So that's really cool. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM Dan. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Mashah Shtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Imash Koreachshav. רצח הנערה יערה איוב, בגיר וקטין, תושבי גוש חלב, מואשמים ברצח, כתבנו בצפון, גיא ורון. מהחקירה שהתנהלה בימר צפון, התגלה כי איוב נרצחה במאפייה מנוהלת על ידי שני הנאשמים. מכתב האישום עולה כי במשך חודשים ספורים לפני הרצח, נתן הנאשם לאיוב מאות שקלים במספר הזדמנויות, וביום המעשה החליט להפסיק זאת ולרצוח אותה. בני משפחה של הנאשמים היו עצורים בחשד לסיוע לאחר המעשה. יתר הפרטים עדיין אסורים בפרסום. על פי הוראת בית המשפט. 11 שנות מאסר נגזרו על תושב מזרח ירושלים שתכנן לפגוע בראש הממשלה נתניהו, כתבתנו מוריה אסרף. הנאשם מורשע במסגרת הסדר טיעון בכך שבהכוונת גורמי טרור מחול הוא תכנן לבצע פיגועים נגד מגוון יעדים, בהם פגיעה באישים בכירים, ביניהם ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו וראש עיריית ירושלים לשעבר ניר ברקת. הוא תכנן לבצע גם פיגועי טרור נגד מבנים השייכים לקונסוליה האמריקנית, ואת המשפט המחוזי בירושלים גזר עליו היום 11 שנות מאסר בפועל. ביקורו של ראש הלשכה המדינית של חמאס, אסמאעיל הניה, במוסקבה, בוטל. כך הודיע נציג הרשות הפלסטינית ברוסיה. הניה היה צפוי להיפגש עם נציגי הקרמלין ולדון עמם במאמצי הפיוס בין פתח לחמאס, ידיעה שמסרה כתבתנו אינה אנטונוב. בבלגיה נפתח היום משפטם של שני הנאשמים בביצוע הפיגוע במוזיאון היהודי בבריסל, בו נרצחו ארבעה בני אדם. בשנת 2014. כתבתנו מאיה רכלין. מהדי נמוש ונאסר בנדרר שמואשמים בארבע עבירות רצח, ביניהן של שני ישראלים, יעמדו לדין באולם בית המשפט שיובטח בכבדות. מעל למאה אנשים יעידו במהלך המשפט, ביניהם מספר עיתונאים שהוחזקו על ידי אחד הנאשמים בשבי המדינה האסלאמית בסוריה. המתקפה במוזיאון היהודי בבריסל נחשבת לאחד הפיגועים הראשונים שדאעש ביצע על אדמת אירופה. התחדש דיון ההוכחות במשפט אלי בר זכאי, הנאשם בהריגתו של אילון שלו אמסלם, כתבתנו ליה ספילקין. מעדותו של פקח עירייה שהגיע לזירה אחרי התאונה, עולה כי בשעה שנלחמו על חייו של שלו אמסלם, בר זכאי שתה כמות רבה של מים במטרה לטשטש ראיות לאלכוהול בדמו. הפקח סיפר, הבאתי לו בקבוק מים גדול והוא סיים אותו מהר. טיפלתי בשני הילדים הפצועים והוא רק חיפש עוד מים. אמרתי לנהג שנסע איתי בניידת שלא יסכים לתת לו. 
גבר בן 28 נעצר בחשד כי שדד סניף דואר בטבריה. ראול הפנים נכנס לסניף ובידו מה שנראה כמו רימון ודרש לקבל את הכסף שבקופה. הוא נמלט משם כשברשותו אלפי שקלים. שוטרים שהגיעו למקום סרקו את האזור ולבסוף איתרו את השודד בתוך דירה בבניין סמוך. הוא נעצר כשברשותו הכסף ורימון דמה. המיזוג בין הערוצים רשת ועשר נדחה פעם נוספת ממוצאי שבת ליום רביעי הקרוב. כתבנו אליאב בטיטו. באספה שקיים עם העובדים, מנכ"ל ערוץ 10 ומי שמיועד להיות מנכ"ל הערוץ המשותף, יוסי ורשבסקי, הוא פנה אליהם ואמר, אני מודע לחוסר הוודאות שאתם חשים בחצי השנה האחרונה. לצערי, עובדי רשת חשים בדיוק את אותו הדבר. הערב תתכנס מועצת הרשות השנייה כדי לאשר את המיזוג לקראת תחילת השידורים המשותפים בלילה שבין שלישי לרביעי. ומזג האוויר היום מעונן חלקית עד בהיר ותחול עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורכת לי אמרם אילת.
Hashem, Hashem, Shima Bekoni, Tiena Ozdecha Kashuvot. Shima Malot, Nima Makim Keraticha Hashem, Hashem, Shima Bekoni, Tiena Ozdecha Kashuvot. J.M. and the A.M. Amram Adar. Mimama Kim is the name of that one. Michal Przensky opening, opening up the hour with Mitzvah Haba on a uh, J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast. Well, many of you heard what we said earlier. We read from the uh, Channel 7 WABC TV news report that a fire broke out at the Hafter Elementary School early this morning. Uh, we said, thank God. The most important thing is nobody's hurt. Seems like everything's contained. That the firefighters did quite a job. Well, Miriam L. Wallach, our very own Miriam L. Wallach, is of course a hafter parent and uh and um woke up to this news as so many hafter parents did this morning. Miriam, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you, Malcolm. Good morning. So what can you tell us about this morning's episode? 
I can tell you that it is an opportunity to thank the first responders, the firefighters, the police, the anyone who puts themselves on the line in order to save and help others. It is an absolute miracle, frankly, that no one was injured, that there was no one hurt in this fire, and that the members of the LCFD, the Lawrence Cedars Fire Department, were able to contain the fire to put it out and that they all got out okay. I know that we in New York are very aware that the FDNY buried one of their own this week who, uh, in trying to rescue and successfully rescue someone who was in danger, lost his own life. And so there is tremendous um, real fear and danger that goes into responding to any of these calls, and yet they put themselves on the line anyway. And we have to take the opportunity to thank every single one of them. Oh. Whether you're a Hafter family member, a Hafter parent or not, there is someone in your community who is deserving of thanks. Well, there's no question about that. And a great way to uh, to remember, unfortunately, has to be through this episode, but certainly important to remember those who put their lives in the line for uh, for all of us. And a big, big thank you and call out a vote to those firefighters who did what they did this morning after at the Hafter School. And, and obviously not as important, but nonetheless, in the long run, uh, you know, there's a degree of importance. It seems that because of what they did and how quickly they did it, the damage is limited, and that uh, Bezrat Hashem, you know, what, what could have been much, much worse in so many different ways, in fact, will not be much, much worse in so many different ways. Right. We're hoping that school reopens tomorrow. As far as I understand, the fire department is assessing the damage this morning and making determinations about the safety of the building in order to return classes to normal tomorrow. I'm sure it's not going to be completely normal, but for now it'll be our new normal. But getting things back up and running is obviously the priority. Keeping the kids safe and the faculty safe is a priority. No one's going to do anything that's going to put anybody in danger, but right now the the, the heroes of the five towns of the Lawrence Cedars Fire Department, I'm sure surrounding fire departments as well, I'm sure, without even needing to confirm it, that Hewlett Woodmere was involved as well. And, of course, I, I must thank uh, the 4th Precinct, the, the Nassau County Police Department, that takes uh, good care of us down, out here as well. I'm sure it was an all-hands-on-deck kind of situation. And um, and I and I personally just just need to say thanks. All right, Chief Kohler and the Lawrence Cedarhurst Fire Department, and as you mentioned, Miriam, all those surrounding departments and agencies that participated. A big thank you for helping out and uh, and really taking care of the situation at Hafter Hebrew Academy, of the Five Towns in Rockaway, early this morning. Thank you, Miriam, and good luck later today. Thank you, Nachum. Miriam Al Wallach on it starting at 10.30 Eastern Time Live this morning with That's Life with a very, very interesting lineup. We'll go through that coming up, obviously, as we do uh, all through the morning. We'll go through our entire day's lineup. Uh, plus, we have some very special guests in the studio who are coming up at JM in the AM. Lots to talk about on a Thursday morning broadcast. Keep it here at the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
Shoot the gate. 
And that song, Lee, from Mordechai Shapiro, actually came up in a conversation we were having yesterday about the songs that might deserve a uh, a music video that don't have one yet. There's a whole list of Jewish music selections out there that don't have music videos, obviously. We know those are uh, uh, those are just select songs that uh, are put to music videos, but uh, some would really be, um, would be interesting with some great storylines, so... Just so happens that that song came up. Who knows? Maybe one day, in fact, there will be one. J.M. in the A.M. with the Levi Cohen before that. A Matana. You heard Avramel, Avram Fried, Hashem Yilachem off of Kamatov here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast coming up on Sunday. It's a grand opening celebration at the Ganger Family Medical Center at the Jaffa Family Campus of the Cayman Health Urgent Care at OHEL. Uh, we are going to explain with our special guests what that means in terms of the day-to-day service that will be available now at the Jaffa Family Campus. But for our purposes in terms of this weekend, you need to know that this coming Sunday starting at 1 o'clock, it'll be a very exciting atmosphere at 1268 East 14th Street in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra will be there. Amazing Amusements will be there. Maishi Tischler will be there. And you'll have an opportunity to uh, celebrate with treats and music and entertainment the grand opening of the uh, Cayman Health uh, Urgent Care on uh, Sunday. And by the way, they're open already. But again, all those uh, details in terms of the schedule and what they do and why this is such a benefit to the community, all coming up in the next few minutes right here at JM in the AM. Reminder, Ashley Blaker is going to visit us this morning. We'll get that interview on Facebook Live. He'll be sitting in studio with me, the great comedian. Uh, who has um, certainly made his mark in our community worldwide, that's for sure. Uh, and um, actually a couple of interesting episodes with Ashley recently that I hope he'll agree to discuss on the air uh, coming up at JM the AM. So that's all happening in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Keep it here for all of that at JM and the AM. 32 degrees, partly cloudy, windy, and a high temperature of 37. Reminder, tomorrow is Friday That means Malcolm Honeline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents, 
of major American Jewish organizations will be with us on the other end of our phone line answering questions about Israel and the Jewish world. The weekly update tomorrow morning starting at 7.40 Eastern time right here at JM in the AM. And uh, I hope you will be uh, uh, tuned in. I hope you'll be ready uh, for a comprehensive discussion about some of the events of this week. The Israeli elections are coming up. That's just one um, story or one news item, I should say, uh, that we are going to be paying careful attention to over the next few weeks, certainly over the next few Fridays. So that's coming up tomorrow here at JM and the AM. Also, Rabbi Yudin, of course, tomorrow morning, we mentioned last Friday that the 50th anniversary celebration for the Yudins at Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, is officially underway and now, as you can imagine, is really heating up. And we'll have all the details again tomorrow morning. We'll ask everybody out there to set aside the uh, date in April and to um, uh, seriously consider being part of a wonderful tribute to an incredible couple that have done so much uh, for the Jewish community of Fairlawn and beyond uh, in many different capacities. So we'll have all of that coming up for you tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. We're giving Rabbi Goldwasser the morning off here at JM in the AM and more coming up if you keep it here. Uh, our conversation with our friends at OHEL and plenty more all happening on a Thursday morning broadca- broadcast. Thanks for listening to the Nahum Siegel Network.
JM and the AM with David Perlman and company. It's called Modaani here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Seven thirty-five in the morning on this Thursday, and uh, first of all, uh, be aware of the fact if you are anywhere near the Flatbush Midwood area this coming Sunday, it is the grand opening celebration at the Ganger Family Medical Center at the Jaffa Family Campus of Ohel of the Common Health Urgent Care, and there'll be treats, and there'll be music, and there'll be entertainment. You don't want to miss it. It starts at 1 p.m. all the way until 4 o'clock. Maishi Tischler, Arendt Hadabam Orchestra, Amazing Amusements. Um, their goal is to call attention to a very, very important development in the heart of the Flatbush Midwood community. Information about all of this, 718-686-3344. So again, if you're in the area, uh, 1 o'clock until 4 o'clock this Sunday. You can participate in the grand opening. We are here this morning with our special guest to talk about the opening of the uh, Common Health Urgent Care at OHEL and its impact on the community. And let me introduce our guests first, and then we'll get the conversation started. First of all, of course, the CEO of OHEL, David Mandel, is here in studio. David, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you. A pleasure to have you here. Mati Kamenetsky is here from Common Health Urgent Care. He's in studio. And we'll discuss this uh, unique partnership. Mati, good morning to you. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Great to have you here and good to see you. And Nahum Weingarten is with us live via telephone. He is the OHEL Medical Director. Nahum Weingarten, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Great to speak with you. Welcome to the show. David Mandel, we have had many interesting developments and announcements in many different studios and venues over the last, I would say, 20 years or so, maybe even more, frankly. I cherish the relationship we have with OHEL, and I thank you. This is a big one. This is one of the big ones. This is what many people would call a game changer for the Jewish community, and certainly one of the most, um, one of the largest Jewish communities uh, in the world. And that is the uh, the new partnership that has created a, um, a, a common health urgent care at the Ganger Family Medical Center on the Jaffa Family Campus in the heart of Brooklyn, New York, under the leadership of OHEL. Tell us about this unique arrangement. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you very much, Nachum. It's great to be here again with you. We're describing this as the fifth generation of OHEL. As OHEL celebrates its 50th year this year in 2019, 50 years, Nachum, the fifth generation of OHEL means that in 1969, when OHEL was born as a Kinderheim foster care agency, in 1978, Beis opened up as homes for people with developmental disabilities. In 1994, OHEL opened the Lifetime Care Foundation, serving the Elder Care Supplemental Needs Trust. In 2009, Nachum, as you know, Camp Cayley, we are now celebrating the 10th year of Kem Kaley, Baruch Hashem. And here we are in 2019, opening up the Kamen Ohel Ganga Family Medical Center. The significant difference over here is until now, for 49 years, Ohel was known as an organization serving a family in a crisis, a person with a disability, somebody that was in some type of uh, emotional developmental crisis situation. The Camin Health OHEL Center, the Ganga Family Medical Center, serves the general population. You don't need foster care. You don't need a home for people with disabilities. You're not in crisis. You don't have a traumatic situation. 
general, family, medical, pediatric, internal medicine, adult medicine. We're very, very excited to be partnering with Kamen. We're very excited. Nachum Weingarten is our medical director. And we're super excited to open a new generation of services for anyone that needs anything at Ohel Jaffa Family Campus. We know that urgent care centers are becoming more and more common, excuse the pun, uh, in the New York area and probably throughout this country, I would assume. Uh, But having one that is dedicated to our community, and I'm assuming includes all the sensitivities, personnel that make sense to serve our community, etc., that really brings it to a different level. We've heard so many times on family, about families who have, um, um, a ch- for, first of all, no one wants to wait in a waiting room for anything. Right. So there is no wait. There is no wait. I can say that with confidence. Immediate given, service. Given the staff that we have, <laughs> the professionalism of, of uh, Kamen, Mati Kamenetsky and his team, and Nachum Weingarten, it's all one team. Individuals will get immediate service person coming in with a, with a crying child, with a sick child, an adult who needs any medical services, immediate medical service. Secondly, how many times have we heard from families that have a child who may have special needs? And, you know, it's a little bit awkward to be sitting in a waiting room, um, or maybe people don't know um, how to talk to your child, right. whatever the situation is. Could there be a better place to go right. in such a circumstance than a place like Ohio? Right, and I, and I think if we, if, we, if we thought not even long and hard, we'd come up with a lot of sensitive situations in our own community that personnel familiar with our community could really handle well. Those who are not, you know, they'd find it a challenge. Mati Kamenetsky, uh, you're, you have some experience when it comes to urgent care in, just, the, in the New York area. Yeah, just, just a bit, but uh, th- there is so much unique um, attributes of the, the facility that Ohel under David's, David's guidance and Nachum Weingarten, who's fantastic, along with his entire staff, has done to make this facility so special and unique. I have seen dozens and dozens of urgent cares in this state, across the country, um, and what they have to offer. And what you have at, at, at the Jaffa Center in the Ganger facility is just something that you won't see anyplace else. You have, from the, from the first, very first minute, you know, they have on-site underground parking. So you come in, it's a quiet very relaxed. The staff that in the parking garage is very it's, uh, sensitive to your needs. If they see you, they see you're not feeling well, that's why you're there, unfortunately. Um, and they will walk you through the process. You just have to go up one one floor by elevator. The facility is phenomenally beautiful, beautiful, um, state of the art, everything. I can tell you that any thoughts out there that it may not be so nice, this is a a beautiful, beautiful facility with the most incredible and up to date equipment. There was no expense spared when it came to building this facility. You walk in, and unfortunately, you know, we don't want anybody to be sick. Obviously, anything life-threatening, you go straight to the emergency room. Um, always go to see your doctor if you can, but when your doctor's not available and it's something that we can help with, you walk into the facility, the staff will greet you with a smile, always professionalism. Um, as David mentioned, you know, um, the, the wait time is, is nil. There is, an, there is a beautiful waiting room that has all the fancy iPads for kids to play with. <laughs> but you know what? I've seen an, all, an array of coffee, of gourmet coffee and drinks. But it, it's, it's amazing. I've been there, and I've seen people say, oh, I'd love to have some coffee. By the time they make their coffee, they're ready to be seen, right. and they drink it on their way out because that's how quick Nahum's team and you know, the entire facility has, has been built just for efficiency, 
and great, great medical care. We'll get to Nahum Weingarten in a minute, but I, I, I have to ask you a couple of things. First of all, I am I. First of all, there are a lot of large families in our community, <laughs> and a lot of things happen to kids, and and very often parents just want to get things checked out. I, I would assume everything necessary to see if there's a break in an arm, God forbid, or if there's you know an infection in a finger or whatever. I mean, we could we can sit here and mention a thousand different things that happen to kids on a daily basis. All that stuff non-emergency can be dealt with right there on the spot with the right equipment, correct? Absolutely. You know, almost everything can be done on the spot. You know, again, like you said, x-rays, um, stitches is unfortunately a big one. You right, know? With, exactly. With so many families and the kids going out after school and playing and so on, right. things happen. And if you know? a specialist needs to be consulted, they'll tell course, you, go to yeah. the specialist. And the second thing is, I, I don't think I'm making too big of a deal about this. This is how I started this segment, that uh, there are a lot of very sensitive sensitivities in our community. And to have an urgent care that, is that understands the the clientele that understands you know the needs of our community and the way things work in our families i think can only be a big advantage yes absolutely and and i have to give credit to you know the staff especially at ohel you know for their their understanding of of the of you know should there be a case of a special needs um oh that you know, for sure you know, right they're really fantastic and really all the staff across all our facilities just you know they recognize the the unique um, neighborhoods that we're in, and they know how to how to make sure everyone feels comfortable. All right, as we introduce the medical director of operations, Nahum Weingarten, I must stress that this uh, a common health urgent care at twelve sixty eight East Fourteenth Street is already open. This is already open, even though the celebration is Sunday. It's open, which means today, Thursday, it's open from eight a.m. until nine o'clock at night, which is a big help, of course, after after school hours and late night things, etc. Fridays from eight till one. Saturday night from 6 to 9, Sundays from 10 to 8, and as we said, Mondays through Thursdays from 8 a.m. until 9 p.m. Nahum Weingarten is the Medical Director of Operations. Nahum, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nahum. Good morning. We know you just got up from Shiva, so accept our condolences, and I thank you very much for being here this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tell me about the uh, the equipment, the state of the art, why this is so 2019. What is it about this facility? And I'm sure you've seen many facilities. What is it about this one that, that literally has everything that one would need these days to serve the community? Well, the most integral component that went into selecting also the staff. That's the most, mm. important, that's the most important part. <laughs> the medical staff for this common OHEL urgent care was having the staff have being positive, having a welcoming attitude. Our staff that Mati and David had mentioned are very compassionate and patient and make sure everyone who walks into that office, they feel comfortable, they feel validated. The staff has, all our staff was handpicked with various experience in both other facilities, whether it be a hospital, a physician's office, or other urgent care centers. And their experience makes this common O-Health urgent care run as David said, very smoothly and effectively. We have doctors, we have physician assistants, nurse practitioners, x-ray technologists, wow. medical assistants, all ready to provide the patient with excellent medical care. Uh, have you been, has your staff been tested yet? Have you had a soft opening? Have you been open a couple of days? Is today- We're open today. We're open yet. We haven't had a soft opening. We're very excited, very much excited about this. You said the celebration for this coming Sunday have from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock an op- a grand opening, we call it, but it's really a celebration. We've already been open and, and already in present time seeing patients at the Ganger 
Family Medical Center. And the procedures worked, I assume. I, I assume Correct. that right, the, everything you've said. We have, in- we have specialized lab equipment. We have an X-ray on premises and are committed to providing every patient with a quick, effective, and excellent service. What people sometimes don't realize about some of these urgent care facilities, Mutti, is that it's not just taking the test. They have people there who can read them, who can immediately you know, make an assessment uh, based on the x-ray, blood work, et cetera. You know, people don't realize that that full service is available at these places. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, truthfully, full disclosure, um, I will tell you that, that x-rays you know, are usually sent out to be read. But, but you could do that now with, with, within notice, like right? three or four minutes right. to have results <laughs> as opposed to if, again, God forbid, your child thinks they may have broken their arm or something. Mm-hmm. You'll sit in the hospital for eight hours. Mm-hmm. You know, our radiologist will read it within, usually between three to maybe fifteen minutes, and you're and you know what's going on. Nachum, is there a, is there a way to describe to the community who you want to see? I know I know you're ready to see all patients, but you know I spoke about the breaks, the infections, etc. I mean, really, the, we could sit here and name you know tens, if not hundreds, of situations where people may not think it's a good idea to go to an urgent care facility where it would be a perfect fit if they would, right? Right. So urgent, basically the urgent care can replace many of the primary care visits, like we can do strep tests, flu tests, x-rays, as Mati had said, even vaccines. But uh, we don't deal with life-threatening conditions. Right. That's what the ER is for. Right. Uh, we do help patients who can't wait for a family doctor appointment. Right, but but for the fifty ear infections right now in the neighborhood, and I bet in January there are at least that many around you. You welcome all of those, right? Correct. We're <laughs> able to treat, and we're looking to help every single patient. Correct. This, this coming Sunday is the grand opening celebration, everybody, of the uh, Common Health Urgent Care at the Ganger Family Medical Center at the Jaffa Family Campus under the amazing um, um, work of OHEL. Um, phone number seven one eight six eight six three three four four. It's located at twelve sixty eight East Fourteenth Street in Brooklyn. This coming Sunday, beginning at one o'clock. Maishi Tischler, the Iron Tidal Bomb Orchestra, amazing amusements. They'll all be there with treats and music and entertainment to celebrate this momentous occasion. But again, the urgent care facility, uh, a Common Health Urgent Care, is already open. Uh, today until 9 p.m. Tomorrow, for instance, from 8 till 1. They are open Saturday night. They are open all day Sunday and Monday through Thursday from 8 until 9 o'clock. Uh, Nahum Weingarten is the medical director. What do people need to know about walking in? Mutti stress that they, you're really trying very hard to keep the wait time to no wait time at all. Um, it, 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 could you just describe the procedure, paperwork, you know, what needs to be done the second someone walks in with their family? They come prepared with basically a current list of medications, Know the patient's allergies, the previous medical history is very important for our providers in our setting to understand. And let's bring their insurance card. <laughs> That's it. Simple as that. Um, any idea how many people, I mean, how long we should have this type of situation, right? We're wondering the maximum number of people. But, I mean, I assume the facility's built. If, if it's catering our community in that area, which is so voluminous, I would assume that the facility's built to handle a lot of cases, right? Correct. there will be no issue. Where would you get your staff from? Well, from all of them, they have physicians from ex-hospitals, urgent ICUs. So from, uh, from my experience of knowing many physicians and many nurse practitioners and PAs and technologists, I'm able to handpick each, one, each and every one of them. Right. Uh, this is going to replace what? I know on one end it replaces a lot of uh, situations where people go to the emergency room, but are people going to get more and more used to going to these type of urgent care facilities? I'm sure some of them will. You know, um, we definitely have, and I've seen it already, you know, because of how Nachum has trained his staff, where people 
have such a great experience. And they're in and in and out quickly. Right, and they're in and out yeah. so quickly with no appointment that they just want to come back. They always say, I've heard this in almost all our facilities, that yeah. why can't you guys do primary care? Right. And I want to stress that we're not here to replace any doctors. Right. You know, We're not looking to put hospital doctors out of business. They're not doing the full checkups there. Yeah, we're here if something right. comes up and your doctor's not available. You know, right. We'll see anyone who wants to be seen. It's all about the speed and convenience. Huh? So we're, right. we're, ability, we're basically ability to rapidly treat acute conditions. Right from fractures all the way to infections without basically having the high cost as opposed to an expensive ER visit. Right. You know, you have the long hours and the ability to walk in even without an appointment, just coming in into the common Ohel Ganger Family Medical Center. is convenient and it's easily accessible to everyone. Nahum, have you gotten a reaction yet? Have you felt that the community or, or certain leaders or personnel around uh, uh, you know, have a positive reaction to uh, what's been uh, happening there? So far, yes. All right, there you have it. And the big celebrations is coming Sunday starting at 1 o'clock. Everybody's invited. Come bring your family. I'm assuming in addition to the – well, I shouldn't assume. Let me ask. I'm assuming in addition to celebrating, uh, the the people will be able to see the facility up close. Will that happen this Sunday or not? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. So they can tour around and see what the story is. Nachem, you mentioned the family uh, with Kenahar, many children. So, you know, think of a typical situation. A uh, family with three kids or with six kids. Uh, they have a six-year-old or a 12-year-old. There were 50 yeshivas within a 20-square block span in the heart of Flatbush. Um, you're not sure what to do with um, your six-year-old. Should you send them to school or not? Right. Your 11-year-old is coughing, is having a problem. You're not sure. Um, the mother or the father can stop in in the morning on the way to yeshiva. Within five or ten minutes, um, they could be in and out. Uh, with a diagnosis, with a solution, with medication if needed, and then be on the way to school. Right. Same thing on the way home, same thing at night at 8 p.m., same thing on the Masai Shabbos. So it's the convenience, it's the professionalism, it's the response. Most important, it's the professional reassurance to a family to take care of a problem. Yeah. They want an evaluation, ASAP, and now they're going to be able to get it. They want to know that possible. the kid is okay. Right, exactly. They want to know. That and by the, the way, I like okay. how you say "typical case" in the Jewish community. I am a Jewish parent, David. No such thing as a typical case when it comes to kids. I'm telling you, there's always, always something that'll completely baffle the parents. Oh, listen, Nachum. You know what Ohel's motto has been from uh, from 1969? Everyone needs a family. You say that. Every again. family needs a family. <laughs> and you're stopping at six kids. You know, there are people in the community who have. Who have a lot more challenges I, I, than six. I, 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 I didn't say a word about that, Nachum. No, place. meaning there's some even larger families that are, you know, it's amazing. Baruch Hashem, our community, especially if geographically with Ohel now at the epicenter, has Baruch Hashem, large families and a lot of people to serve. And we shouldn't just say it's for children, by the way, because I'm sure uh, Nachum Weingarten will welcome people from, you know, from, from babies to 100 from, years from old. From babies to, to 120 years old. Exactly. Hani Sternberg, who's the uh, um, CEO of Four Health Center um, up in Muncie outside of New Square, um, she's just a, a, a brilliant, brilliant person. And They also they, serve a lot of kids. They, <laughs> this is how they serve kids. She told us many years ago. Yeah. You know, the, you have, a, you have a, a model in which you have families can horror with 5, 10, 13 kids. Right. You mentioned strep earlier. Right. One of your kids has strep. <laughs> Nine of your kids are coming in for a checkup. <laughs> Correct. And as fast as possible, hopefully. Nachum Weingarten, I hope your staff's ready for that. 
Light, light up, kids. Good. Light up. <laughs> and that Matzah Shabbos stuff, when people are not feeling well Shabbos morning and you want all the kids tested Saturday night, that's also a big thing. And a slice of pizza. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After all, it's Flatbush. You can't go out on a Saturday night and not come home with some pizza. So there you have it, everybody. Uh, the urgent care, uh, the Common Health Urgent Care at OHEL. Uh, Ganger Family Medical Center, Jaffa Family Campus is open at 1268 East 14th Street. This Sunday in the afternoon from 1 to 4, enjoy all the great music, the wonderful entertainment, all the treats. Um, it's all part of the big celebration starting at 1 o'clock. But remember, Nahum Wine Garden has reminded us that they are open now, today from 8 until 9, and every Monday through Thursday from 8 till 9, Fridays until 1 o'clock, Saturday night till 9, Sundays from 10 till 8. I mean, you have a, a unique opportunity to take care of your family, young and old, uh, almost round the clock with this brand new facility. Information at 718-686-3344. 718-686-3344. Nachum Weingarten, anything you'd like to add to all of this? Just looking forward to our celebration this Sunday. There you go. Take a take a break from the office for an hour and go celebrate with everybody. It's really a wonderful and incredible accomplishment. Good luck to you in this new capacity. I, I assume new capacity, right? Correct, correct. Good luck to you, and thanks very Thank much you, for joining Nachum. us Thank this morning. Time. And we should celebrate many smachot together. Mati Kamenetsky, anything you would like to add to uh, to all of this? Um, just two quick points, one regarding the urgent care, one regarding the celebration. That uh, Regarding the urgent care, and as David mentioned, and I think we all could all agree, you know, with strep and so on, right. it's really not uncommon in our communities to see, um, you know, one child is not feeling well, maybe running a high fever. They have strep. They come in with six children because, you know, that it makes sense. You know, sure. you usually will not find only one strep, positive strep, may have the entire family, and it's not uncommon for the parents to say, you know what, you know, give me the test also. You know, it takes only a few moments, and this way everybody walks in with peace of mind, and as David mentioned, usually with the remedy in hand. You know, we get, start them off with some medication sure. and give them a prescription. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's important to realize that you come and you want to make sure that your family is well. You know, we accept almost all insurances, um, and you come in and, you know, if you don't feel so well, you just want to make sure everything's fine, that's great. You know, no problem. And just regarding the celebration, you know, we have, as you mentioned, the Arantalabam Orchestra. Right. I don't know if you remember, you know, the event that we did um, in the museum. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know, so when, I had the privilege of hosting. It was great. That's right. Yeah. And and when, when my brother, my younger brother, gets sure. involved with Arantalabam, you know. <laughs> you never know well, what may happen. That's <laughs> right. So we're really looking forward to it. You know, there'll be fun. There'll be tons of prizes and, and fun games and, uh, you know, uh, as they call it, swag to give out. You right. know, um, everyone will welcome happy. And we're looking very, very forward to the event. By the way, I must stress on the first point, um, I am. I didn't ask this in Ahum Weingarten, but I'm sure you'll say it's obvious. the The facility will work with the family doctor, provide all the information that happens, and and keep them up to date on on the entire. Yeah, situation. I mean, certainly when they, when they ask, so they, right. when, sometimes they don't want to. But right. when they when they when they want the doctor, no, of course. Sure. Right. They forward Absolutely. that information, and then Absolutely. Know, uh, that they can be up to date on everything going on. And in terms of the celebration, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be very fun. And uh, who knows what the surprises are in order? And the swag is always great. So everybody, make sure to. Set aside 1 o'clock until 4 o'clock this coming Sunday at 1268 East 14th Street in Brooklyn, New York. David Mandel, who gets to oversee all of this. Anything you'd like to add, sir? I just want to say a special hello to Barbara Kamenetsky. Oh, yes. Here we are on the Good lower. morning, Barbara. Here we are on the Lower East Side, Barbara's hometown, along with Nachum Siegel. That's right. And it is, um, it's, it is absolutely great to be part of this organization that is constantly on the move, constantly changing and improving the leadership of the board of directors to support and encourage the growth and development. And um, 
you know, this is for the general community. The, um, this is a, a new Ohel, a different Ohel. Ohel celebrating its 50th year on the go. Bigger and better? Would that be a, uh, a way um, of putting just, it? Um, always improving. Right. Always improving. And when, you're no, and when you're number one, it's hard to improve. No, we, we don't. You know, Mike Shulman has always said, you know, once you get to number one, you have to stay number one. Correct. So, you know, my response to him, you know, Avis was smart. You know, <laughs> number two and trying harder. <laughs> Well, all I can tell you is that to us, it seems that you're number one and still trying very hard, frankly. Thank you very much, And I must say, um, we think of your father often, Mati, the great Chaim Kamenetsky of blessed memory. And boy, I am sure he is so proud to see what his family continues to do for the community. And I'm sure you echo that when you think of Chaim and his legacy. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Great to be here. Thank you very much, Nachum. So our best to your mom and the entire family. Good luck with all of this. Thank you. I appreciate it greatly. And, you know, know, as you mentioned, the Nachum Siegel Show has all been a part of my family's life, at least personally, for at least three decades. You know, um, I've known you. um, And we're just very excited with this entire collaboration. And we wish everyone involved success. Amen. Baruch Hashem. Thank you so much. Just wanted, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I just sure. um, we mentioned the Ganga Family Center many right. times. Sunny and Shani Ganga. Um, a tremendous thank you to them for their support. We look forward to seeing them, and we look forward to seeing everyone this Sunday. Thank you very much. Should be a lot of fun. We'll remind the audience, certainly. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M. Waterbury Yeshiva with um, Yismuchu here at J.M. in the A.M. Hey, by the way, we're on, and we started the hour with Ohad. Uh, we're on Facebook Live right now. Facebook Live right now. Why? Because the legendary Ashley Blaker is in our studio. We are on Facebook Live right now. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. When you view Facebook Live right now, again, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. When you view Facebook right now, you will see on the left side of the screen, me. But on the right side of the screen, you'll see a very interesting looking gentleman here all the way from Great Britain. And that is the legendary comic Ashley Blaker. Shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. I have been anticipating your return engagement here at JM in the AM for months. I'm so glad you fit us into your busy schedule. No, thank you for having me. My limo didn't arrive though, so I had to... Take the subway. Isn't that the worst? I know, Isn't that the terrible. worst when the limo doesn't show? It doesn't. I don't understand it. I remember one time with me that happened. I was. I. I it took half a day to recover. Frankly, yeah, I was not very happy. <laughs> anyway, um, I passed the Gramercy Theater the other night. Oh yeah, and I said to myself, you know, you know, self. Sometimes you have to stop and think. The guy sold out the Gramercy Theater. The guy's, a, you know, an Orthodox Jewish comic. Comes to New York, the heart yeah. of the heart of Manhattan. No, but then the last so that was that was like a year ago, and then right. last, and then in the summer though, uh, when I was here, when I was here in the studio last, right. was when I had the show on Fiftieth and Broadway. Right, so, that and been? that was and that was five weeks. How was that? It was amazing. <clears throat> that was, was a good. That was a good run. Oh, it was amazing. But the the amazing thing was, I know I, I keep seeing in all the papers how the New York Times is not that popular among some of the uh, correct some of the orthodox kahila right. but they're very popular with me because <laughs> they gave me a very they gave you a good they review gave me a, sh- sh- a front page i woke up one morning 
What? Front page of the New York Times arts uh, section. How did I not know this? There's my face. My ugly mug is on the front page there and a big review. And uh, like tickets were just flying then. It's just amazing. The Yoni, Yoni you got to dig that out for me. People who were unfamiliar mm. with our tradition. Yeah. Found the show funny or not? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, that said, I mean, I do. You know, it's always good to know who your audience is going right. to be. Right. So that show was very much. This, this was my show, Ashley Blaker, strictly unorthodox. Right. So that was, um, which is going to be returning to New York, but I'm going to. I'll come back to that oh, soon. Oh, so big come back to, I'll come back to that soon. Some Nobody just people. shows up here for no, no reason. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, I came to meet Yoni as well, Yoni Pollock. But, uh, but, but hope that's amazing. A, hope you get a free dinner out of him. Hope I get a free dinner from him. Exactly. But. Um, but uh, so that that show was very much aimed at Jews, right. and and it was a predominantly Jewish audience. The reviewer, interestingly, actually from the New York Times, uh, I think was Jewish, but not not a, right. not from. So not a thirty a thirty year old secular Jew he, would get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I would have, get it. He, well, he, would a thirty year old non Jew get it? Well, this is the thing. So so what was interesting was he came and 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 he told my my publicist said he'd never heard this before. He came to the show, he wrote this review, and then right. he rang the next day and said. I want to come again with my friends and family. Can I come again? He said, he never had that. But the show I did in Edinburgh, so I did the Edinburgh Festival. You know, if you, Where's if you that? didn't know that. So Edinburgh, which is the capital of Scotland. I know outside of... Yeah, Scotland? New, nothing exists come on. outside There's of no the There's no way they have comedy theaters there. No, no. So they have a very, very big comedy festival every year. Right. It's like three and a half thousand shows on every single day. Right. And you go for the month. So I was there for August, the whole of August. And I did a show called... Uh, and that's for, for non-Jews. Right. So I did a show there called Ashley Blake Observant Jew. And that was about, yeah, introducing right. my life. Observing to the, concepts to people who don't know to, about it. Yes. And I, they think, by the way, at that point, we realized just how funny our, know, our exactly. situations are. When I called the show Observing Jew, I thought I'd better put Jew in the title. Because otherwise, <laughs> you look at me, you wouldn't be sure. Right. You, I'd walk out and maybe they think, well, maybe he's Amish. I don't know. <laughs> right. He could be. We don't know. And what would be, from that routine... Yeah, the thing that got the biggest laugh. Like, what? What's the thing that they don't believe about our tradition? Well, it's not that dissimilar. That's what's really interesting. The material I do isn't always that. Isn't that dissimilar? It's 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 just a question of the right, language but you, but I you, use. Right, but you must it's remember about the explanation. But sometimes the explanations. I've got a routine. I'll give you an example. I've got a routine that I do in the show, in both shows, about. Um, a Shabbos guy, basically, right. trying to right. lure how, right. how suspicious how it is. How do you tell a Shabbos guy? How suspicious guy? it is when I'm standing on the street <laughs> trying to... Because I have got I live in a from neighborhood, right? right? H-Rare in, in Northwest London. Right, we've All my neighbors that. are Jews. Right. I don't have any non-Jewish neighbors. Right. There's no one for me to ask. So occasionally, i.e. every other week, I'm stupid. I leave the light on in... I, I turn the light off in our dining room. Right. Like meals in the dark. I leave the light on in our bedroom. Right. I'm going to try and get sleep in a, in a brightly lit room. Right. What do you do? You go and stand on the street and you try right. and find someone. Yeah, we, we're past. familiar with this. We, we, right. we get the premise. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what are you going to do? You just stand... And I, I'm kind of thinking, well, I don't want to ask any white people because they might be Jewish. Right. You know, if they're black, they could be Ethiopian Jews. You right. never can't rule it out. Right. So I'm standing there waiting for any. And these days, anybody can have a Jewish mother, also. Right. So I'm right. kind of standing there waiting for any Asian or Indian right. men walking past, and, and I and I stop them <laughs> and I'll say, "So, um, <laughs> would you be interested coming up to my bedroom? There's something I'd like to show you." <laughs> and I just like. And I just know one day I'm going to see a feature about me on that UK's most wanted. <laughs> and I go, be aware there's a suspected serial killer in North London 
who he, lures people he, in with the with the amazing offer yeah. of would you like to come up to my And he's particularly interested in Asian men as well. <laughs> Just be aware, that's his predilection. And it doesn't sound good. And anyway, so right. So anyway, so this is funny. Right. So you're laughing, and this is right. funny for a Jewish audience. They get right. it. But what's really interesting, <clears throat> the only thing you have to add for a non-Jewish audience is a little bit of explanation. Right. But the funny thing is what I discovered, and it wasn't even intentional, the explanation they laugh at even more. Right. Because I say, look, just so you know, we're not allowed to do this. Right. We are allowed to ask someone who isn't Jewish. Right. But we're not allowed to ask direct. Right. We have to hint. Right. And that's hilarious. Say, and that, right. You that's have hilarious. To hint. I right. say, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to ask. You just have to right. say, you know, would you wink, wink, right. and hope they know. So the, oftentimes the explanation is equally funny. Correct. Oh, the, I get that. I totally get that. Ashley Blaker's here, Facebook.com. Slash Nahum Siegel Network. We're on Facebook Live right now. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. So I owe you an apology. Okay. Um, you, you come to our synagogue. Uh, and yes. and you, yes. show, you show up at our synagogue here in the Lower East ago, Side yeah. a few weeks ago for, for Saturday Night Mariv. Yep. You're a guest of Rabbi Glass, who's an amazing Glass, man. Yeah, and, yeah. and you did a great show for him that, uh, that night. He's at the White Street that's Synagogue. Right, he's at right. a different synagogue. He's at, he's at Tribeca. He's got a and, and he brings you over to me to say hi. Yeah. And I'm so thrilled to see you. And, yeah, and, yeah. and my family's thrilled to meet you yeah, because they know sons, who you yeah. are. And all that. Uh, but there were a couple of people there uh, in the crowd who, by the way, I must say, do not normally pray with us. I have to say that because yeah. I just think it's important that you know that usually the Mizrahi is extremely welcoming. Uh, but when they when when it's announced that you're going to be performing that night at White Street, uh, and people are invited, um, they 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 sort of take on the role as as hecklers. Uh, they yeah. they start it's, questioning if it's worthwhile to go see you. They, they're saying that maybe it's easier to just stay home and watch you on YouTube. And I I'm know, and I'm it. and I'm ready to dig a hole and, and crawl into it. I felt oh, so that's terrible. Fine. That's Jews for you. That's that's <laughs> come on. We yeah, come you've on, seen you've, that before, huh? seen it before i mean this is uh i actually did a thing in miami a few months ago by the way um, yoni yoni can tell you i walked in here monday morning horrified when i told the staff about that nah, about that oh, issue I've about that lot, episode i had a lot worse than that <laughs> i i this is why i think I, i'd say in my show actually about how i will only do these theaters that have got nice um dressing rooms because if you don't have a dressing room you do a th- something particularly in a show you finish a show you have a line of people waiting to tell you jokes right. to tell you like better go no right. no it's all right <laughs> you could have done feedback. it this way right? yeah, yeah it's like you don't go like you don't go to the you don't go to a broadway show and then wait for the actors and go look here's a soliloquy for you you can you know you should use this one like, this is Jews. Uh, god, you know. god bless our community yeah no, and, exactly. and, it's all, and it's all the same around the world yeah, thank yeah. god but i did a show no it definitely is but i did a show in miami and um they had terrible sound um, and uh, most people, like, it was outside, so it was, un- it was so hard for them to, he- to understand you. And someone came up to me afterwards and said, yeah, we we you, but we were watching you on YouTube at the same time oh and enjoying gosh. and enjoying your clips on YouTube. Oh my I thought, okay, well, that you could have done at home. You spent a lot of money to watch me on YouTube. So so actually, fair play to the guy in the shorts right, who, who didn't that. pay money. Right. And cause <laughs> worse is to pay money and still watch on YouTube. Right. Ashley Blaker's here. All right. Why are you in the United States? states of america not that we don't welcome yeah. you here but there must be a reason why yeah. you have this extended visit to the united states so, of america but what happened was it's it's the funny thing is is actually um some people ask me how um why are you in the united states and men particularly married men just say to me look we've got to know your secret how did you get away with this <laughs> to go away for a month to, to go away for a month to go away for six months like how how, how is your wife allowing this and can we buy your secret <laughs> And if comedy ever really just 
dries up for me, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a book about this. Very good. And, with and, all the and, secrets. And men can, can buy this and go, right. it, it, yes. do, it does help, though. And I might be able to relate to this a drop. It does help when even in your single life, you were basically doing this. You were yes. involved in entertainment. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's not like you no. discovered this world because, yeah. oh, now that I'm married, I need an excuse no, no, to get exactly. out of there. No, she thinks, I, I told her, the, the trouble was, I should have been more honest. I told her I was going to get some a carton of milk from the uh, supermarket. <laughs> and you never returned. And I just never returned. Uh, so, uh, no, I, so basically, I somebody asked me to come and I did an event for um, Project Inspire. Right, good place. In, in, uh, in for, for the Shabbos Project right. in Persephone. And they flew me over. And then somebody heard I was going to be here. And they said, oh, while you're here, do you mind doing a Bikocholim dinner? Right. And someone and then Rabbi Glass hears and goes, right. oh, would you mind doing a show for me in Tribeca? And every week, somebody's saying to me, can you do another shul or charity or organization? Yeshiva's saying, can you do this? Can you do that? Right. And suddenly, I, I, I keep ringing my wife and saying, look, I can't come <laughs> in this week. They now want me in Miami. Now they want me in Boca Raton. Now they want me in Chicago. So I just keep, I keep being busy. And then I put in the more theater shows as well. Where were you and in the last couple of weeks? The, where, have I, where have I been? I didn't, what uh, was the most I was recent? in San Diego. This nice. Show. So yeah, yeah. I just did a whole show. Good crowd. San Diego. It was amazing. It was great. Wow. In the best Jacob in, in Are you uh, doing anything this coming week? Anything happening in the next few this, days? Well, I'm actually I'm back in uh, in uh, London for a week right. uh, do, doing something there. And then I'm back here doing something in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Nice. And I'm in Baltimore for a show. But there's some then, big plan. There's, there's some, some long range. Well, there plan are some. Here. There's there are theater shows as well. So I've got dates in. Uh, so I've got a big show in in Baltimore, Chicago, L.A., Washington yeah. D.C. at the Six Nine. I've got uh, what months Seattle. is this happening before? These Pesach, are all man? in. No, this is all before Pesach. Wow. The Dates are going to be announced next week, oh, and oh, will be on my boy. website, ashleyblaker.com. So we got to pay Facebook careful Facebook. attention to your concert schedule. But uh, but the thing people kept asking me, I don't know if a lot of your listeners assume will be in New York. Um, so people kept asking me, you know, like we missed your missed your run. Right. I missed it. I know it was only five weeks. Come I on, missed you had 35 it. Thirty five chances. I'm a busy, still, I'm a busy no, guy. Exactly. You think I got free no, up a night exactly. in five weeks? Give exactly. me a break. So I am doing. Final chance to see this show before I come back with an all-new show. I'm going to come yeah. back with an all-new show at the end of the year. But a final chance to see it's got four nights. It's the first week of March. I think it's the um, uh, 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Yoni, that's the week we're planning on being in Israel, right? If, if our Israel trip works out, I'm going to miss you again. This is ridiculous, Ashley. Ridiculous. Well, you know what? Know. You know what? I'm beginning, to, I'm beginning to take a hint. You know what I'm beginning to think? Yeah, you may have to add a private show. A just, private just, show. just gather exactly. our staff together yeah. at our convenience yeah. to do a nice show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I'm game. If your, if your pocket is deep enough. No, a show, a, show, <laughs> a show for twenty people, yeah. you would, you wouldn't want to do. Exactly, you wouldn't no, want to no, do no, it. No. Minimum, you need a hundred people exactly, in the room, exactly. right? You need, yeah, you need yeah. a crowd. Um, so no, so uh, you, can't that's do com- you can't do comedy at a Shabbos table. Come on. No, no, you're no. right. It's, it, it's the funny thing is, it's if you've got, um, if you have one, it's always the smaller the crowd, right. It's the variables of go up. Yeah. And you have like one, I did shows in Edinburgh, it's much right. smaller audiences in Edinburgh, like smaller rooms. I sold out the entire run in Edinburgh, right. but smaller uh, crowds, uh, smaller rooms. And you just have one day, I had like an entire front row was German. <gasps> like it was strange. And I said, anyone, anyone here, I was asked like, the audience some questions at the start. I said, anyone here never met any Jewish people? And this guy puts up his hand in the front row. I said, what's your name? He said, Andre. I said, oh, Andre, where are you from? He said, Berlin. I said, yeah, there's a reason you haven't met any Jewish people. Um, 
Did he, did probably he, ask your grandparents. Did he laugh? He laughed. Did he, he laugh? Oh, God. Yeah, so, um, I, uh, <laughs> anyway, so, um, <laughs> 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 um, yes, yeah, so stand up New York on the Upper West Side. Yeah. I'm going to be there for four days. Oh, that's Monday. where the run yeah, is yeah, in yeah. March? So, uh, I'm going to do four shows, a final chance to see, and then I'm going to come back in December with an entirely new show. So do you do, do show. you do the traditional, you know, run to the clubs while you're in Manhattan and, and, and do a set late at night? No, you not. You don't do no, any of that stuff. I, I don't, because it's just not. It's not um, your speed? It's just not. There's no real great. No benefit? No. no I, like, I like doing. No, the, it's right. not just that. It's not like I'm being um, really grand. I, no, I, I get it. I, I, get I actually it. like doing longer shows. Right. Like, I really enjoy doing. Right. You'd, uh, ra- you'd rather like do the 45 minute set than. No, I'd rather do an hour and a half. Wow. So Straight? My show, yeah, uh, no. So, well, the one off Broadway actually was like. Push yeah, it was about eighty to ninety was that an intermission. Wow. The show I'm going to do in uh, March, in the first week of March, because we're going to have an intermission in that one. It means I can even go a bit longer, so right. I can probably do like a fifty minute first half, and I keep value for money. You'd say probably that fifty again. minute and another forty five. I mean, if your ticket's fifty bucks, it's worth every penny. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I'll, I'll yeah, let's let's you know, I'll, I'll I'll keep going. I like that. Ashley Blaker's here. Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Um, now you're very familiar with a lot of uh, members of the entertainment world, mm. including James Corden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've worked with James. You've worked with him. I've worked. With you James. agree with my assessment that he's a very nice guy. He is a nice guy. He yeah. seems to be a really yeah. nice guy. I'm very impressed with it. I study hosts. I think I told this to you yeah. off the air once. I study hosts like you can't imagine. So that's your excuse for oh, TV. That- <laughs> and I'm very surprised that you know who James Corden is. What? Yeah, because like you should be, you should like you should kind of go James Corden. I, I don't know who that is. Never, I never heard of him. Voss, Voss's television. <laughs> Voss, Voss, Voss's Voss's Cor- Voss's Corden. <laughs> yeah, I can't. James Corden. No, I'm very familiar, yeah. and I study these guys, yeah. and I'm very and I'm very impressed with him. Yeah. Bottom line, would someone like him invite you to do a set on his show, or that's not something you would pursue? I I would. Love to do that of because course. he because no, I love him. I mean, he's I've had got, comedians that we know. He's had on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. And um, no, I I absolutely there's as I say, I did the Edinburgh uh, run. Right. I've got my BBC show. I've got my own BBC show called Ashley Blaker's Goish Guide to Judaism. When is that um, on? How do people see that? That was uh, last year. No, it's coming back this year. Is it on is season one it'll on, on, Net- be, on Netflix? Be on, or be on uh, online. It's not online at the moment. Be, but how online do you see? iPlayer. Say it again. BBC iPlayer. Has these things on, but only for. Yoni, make sure I know how to install BBC iPlayer, and yeah. and that'll be available. When? Yeah, yeah, that, and I'll be back that late September. Okay. And um, you got to remind, you gotta remind us I, about that. I love doing things for, you know, when you can do something appropriate right. and something that you know. I don't want to sound really pious, but I actually think not only make people laugh, but you can make a kiddush Hashem. Of course, and, and you great. are making kiddush Hashem in yeah. my book. That's why you're here. No, it is I don't great. invite stomp comedians to sit across the yeah. table for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're representing our people really well. Thank you very much, Nachum. I think you. I think you. I don't know how familiar you are with my whole definition of Jewish hero, but I think people who are in unusual atmospheres and really represent our people well are, in fact, Jewish heroes. Yeah, look, I, it's great. So I, I, it's great to do that. I really enjoy doing that. And it's like, also, I mean, these guys from Berlin, in all seriousness, yeah. This this was their only encounter with someone who's noticeably Jewish. Yeah. I don't just mean noticeably in dress, well, they, but noticeably in the way they speak. Yeah. Well, look, they paid money to come. It wasn't a free show, right. so they paid money to come, and it was great. Um, and so, hundred percent, like it's great to do that. And and not just actually, to be honest, not just uh, obviously people who aren't Jewish, but people who are either less from or, or right. uh, not Orthodox, or what have you. I did a show. I, can't, I think I might have told you this story. Um, apologies if I did last time I was here. I did a show in Newcastle, in the north of England. Yeah. 
and uh, Newcastle, a, a suburb of Newcastle is Gateshead, which right. you've heard of. Very so orthodox. Very orthodox, like the, the last shuttle of Europe, essentially. Right. I did a show in Newcastle, and they had a row, and they had this whole row of guys from Gateshead, and next to them was this female reform rabbi from a place called Darlington, which I, like, like 30 miles down the road, I didn't even know they'd have Jews there. Uh, and I was thinking, I was thinking while I was on stage, there is no way these people have ever been, when would these right. people be in, in the, the same, same room? room right. It's just, right. it's, and I love that. I love the idea of being able to bring people together. Gateshead's a rough neighborhood, right? So in all uh, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, very much. Because, and, then, and then you have like. And then you have the yeshivish crowd. Been, because yeah. the yeshivish crowd, sometimes it's difficult for them because of the, the, the locals are not very fond of Jews. Am I right about that? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, that's that, not true. I, okay. I wouldn't want to say that. I don't know if that's I don't know true. Why it's, certainly a, it's certainly like quite a, it's like a rough area in terms of like, it's like a poor neighbor. Right. Possibly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm not entirely sure about that. I mean, it's been there for years, so I think it's not that they've just moved in. It's been no, a I, uh, I get that. center of, I get, for, you know, I, I get that, stems but, but and yeshivas, their their kola limbs. There are neighborhoods in the United States also that have for sure, for sure. You know, a, a large, for sure. long-time presence yeah, yeah. of Jews, but still yeah, yeah. there's tension with yeah, the neighbors, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. What's really funny in Newcastle is so Newcastle United is their soccer team, right? And they wear they they wear white and black stripes. So everyone <laughs> in Newcastle is in Gateshead is wearing white and black. It's just the non-Jews are wearing the white and black shirts, and the uh, yeah, the, the Frumies are wearing the white and black suit. <laughs> That's great. That's like totally that. true. Yeah. <laughs> At least they know who to root for. Yeah, exactly. It's an automatic. Exactly. <laughs> Ashley Blakers here. Um, I mentioned when uh, when you were with us for those few minutes in in Mizrahi, uh, you know how how can one in a few seconds um, convince others that you know you're you're a worthwhile comic to listen to? So for our community, I said you have to. What did I say? I said you have to hear his routine about Thirteenth Avenue because like right. that because I I figure like that everybody can relate to you know yeah. like that's that's the atypical uh, Orthodox experience and really right. around the world you could replace the name Thirteenth no, Avenue with. With right, so many you're, other you're avenues, about driving, yeah, driving, driving stuff, yeah, yeah, the hustle and bustle, yeah. and the way the Jewish community operates. No, 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 hundred percent. That so I did a routine just to give some context on that. In a show I did in London that was videoed, I did a routine about driving in Golders Green and what have you. Right, and I put it. On, it was put online, and then people from all over the world were messaging me, going, "Wow, I thought that was just." Borough Park. I thought that was just Crown Heights. Right. I thought that was just Beit Shemesh. Right. I thought, and and it, you suddenly realize that, no, this is a universal experience. We, we're not that dissimilar. We actually, um, yeah, it's incredible what we have in common. I've actually got to go to 13th Avenue after this. I've got a, I've got a sweater to pick up. Where? Where are you? You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. went to Borough Park? To Where do, yeah, because I, I'm on the Upper East Side. Right. And there's a dry cleaner right. opposite me. That charges the most ridiculous amount of money to, to take no, not to Shanishek, to take it to a guy in Barapot. <laughs> right. I go, I go. Well, I might as well just go to the subway. I can buy him some food for shops as well. I'm at home on Friday night. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll. This is where you're based here, the Upper East Side Upper of Manhattan. East Side. That must yeah. lead to some uh, comedy uh, pieces. Uh, yeah, look, for sure. Look, why? Why do you say that? I don't know. I'm just like, saying every neighborhood has its yeah, has its thing. Sure. The Upper East Side, I'm sure, has its you know. Yeah. Has its interesting little yeah, quirks yeah. and observations, yeah. though. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, I, 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 
you know, maybe it's I, very different than borough park, you know. Uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yes, a little, it's bit different. A little bit different. <laughs> May I ask you around what street you are? I don't want to ask you your address. I'm in the eighties. You're in the eighties on the Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking of routines immediately. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Go on, go on. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, help me. I'll cut you in. <laughs> it's funny, but uh, and I. And by the way, if you would do a routine about the Upper East Side, there would be communities around the world who would contact you and say, "I thought that was us. I thought that was us. It would be the same thing, exactly. in my opinion." No, so I'm going to. Then I think a friend of mine. Um, who asked who's never been to Borough Park, someone who lives right. um, on the other side right. near Chelsea, and he's going to meet me after, and I was going to take them to Borough Park. And just, did they, you just say never... Chelsea or Chelsea? Which one did you just say? Chelsea. Oh, you did say Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. What's Chelsea? I don't know. I thought you is said that a neighborhood. I, I thought you said I've, Chelsea. I've, I guess made because up is it, because there's a Chelsea in your area of the world also. I'm aware of that. Yeah. yeah. That's Isn't that cool that we have a Chelsea here? I know. Exactly. And a Soho. There's a Soho in London? Soho in London, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. The nerve of you guys. You're, 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 how, yeah. How dare you? I know. I know, exactly. <laughs> we, we, Although well, I think most of the names here came yeah. from there, so yeah. I should be careful about blaming There's a you. York in UK. Correct. You realize, yes, I know. You realize this, and, yeah. and you know, we're the New York. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so I'm taking this friend. And I would bet there's a Jersey and a Hampshire there, exactly, too, I would exactly. bet. <laughs> no, so I'm taking this friend uh, to, who, who isn't yeah. uh, observant right. to Bar Park. Never been there before. Never been there before. And this is like... Right. I, I said you got to get to the mikvah first. Listen, <laughs> listen to me very carefully. Yeah. Okay? And I'm sure Yoni agrees with me. You're going to Borough Park on a Thursday for yeah. the first time with somebody who's never been there. You ready? Yeah. Yapchik. Mm-hmm. Yapchik. Are you familiar with Yapchik? No, go okay. On. You go to a takeout place. Yeah. You say, I, Nahum Siegel recommended that we buy the Yapchik and right. test it out. Let me know how your friend reacts. Right. That okay. is the that is today's 2019's quintessential Hamish Jewish dish. It, ha, it might have replaced Chul and Kishka and Kugel. Right. Because Yapchik, sushi? Because not sushi. <laughs> not sushi. It'll never happen. Because Yapchik is essentially a combination of all of them. Really? Yeah. That's a, how do I not know about this? I don't know. Maybe you call it something different. Yeah, it is amazing how things are. Yeah. I it could be it's a different life. name. Hey, hey, my friends in the UK who are listening right now, if Yapchik has a different name there, let us know yeah. ASAP, please. Look, I'm being, you know, I said sweater when in my head I was thinking jumper. I'm going to Borough Park to pick up a jumper. From Thank God Kishan. you said sweater. But in my head, I, jump, jumpers, but I said jumpers. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I'm, I've been here long enough to yeah. know to say the right thing. How does one write a new show? You have a new show coming up in December. Right. You have to ignore all the stuff you've done in the past because you yeah. want the same people coming yeah, yeah. again. Exactly. How do you write a new show? The, is, is there enough material? Yeah, yeah no, 100%. And, and actually, I'm, one thing, Baruch Hashem, yeah. is that I am quite prolific like that. I mean, I before I was performing as a, as a stand-up, I haven't even been performing that long. But right, you're a writer. writer for right, years. Right. And one thing I, I can do, if you said to me now, you've got an hour to write a new 10 minutes, right. I could write you 10 minutes. I, it wouldn't be the best 10 minutes. You were a legend. But I will you were a writer for the legendary, um, who'd you tell us? Who did you write for in England that we all heard of? There was somebody uh, you mentioned. Was it Joan Rivers? Did I mention? Was I it? I've met, I've written for Joan Rivers. Did you write for, for her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joan Rivers, I think you had mentioned that to us, but there was somebody else. Um, wasn't Benny Hill, was it? It wasn't Benny <laughs> Yeah, you know this thing? I wrote for, no. I wrote Monty, for, Monty Python? I wrote for Stamford Hill, but not Benny Hill. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm trying to think who it was that you told us. Maybe it was Joan Rivers that impressed yeah, us at that I don't time. Yeah, know. Graham Norton. Uh, oh, that's Joan a name we know. Yeah. Yes. That's a name we know. Yeah, yeah. He used to write his monologue twi- uh, two days a week, a week. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, and when you, and the great thing is, I mean, seriously, that's actually a good example, because when you're doing that kind of monologue, they would just come... Um, Minutes before. And, and they would just say, look, can you quickly write 10 minutes, uh, you know, 10 jokes on this subject? And, yeah, so 
I, I'm, I've, I've, but I've been collecting just these notes for wow. ages. And what I'll do is I'll collect notes. I'll see something. I'll just write a note in whatever on my phone or what have you. And and then I'll sit down and actually. I may have up. given you a great idea. Well, when you when that, you that when, yeah, routine. when you find out about Yapchik, I may you, have just when, given you a great you, routine. When you come to the show yeah. in December, when I'm back, in if December, there's the no new tip show, of the hat to me, go, hang on, the Yapchik routine. <laughs> Everyone's going. It's going to be like Woody Allen's moose in 50 years' time. People are going to go, oh. Ashley Baker's Yapchick routine. <laughs> Forget the moose routine, the Yapchick routine. If there's no tip you, of the hat to me, you're in trouble. And you're going to be sitting there going, that was me. Yeah. He didn't even know about I Yapchick. I idea. You know how much money I deserve He now? didn't even know about Yapchick, and he's now the Yapchick guy. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write a joke now, literally now, as Facebook Live is on and we're on around the world, about, that is such about, about President Trump? He's had a rough week, President Trump. Is there anything that you observed in the news that clicks to you like, oh, there's a joke. Can you write a joke on the spot about what's happening in Washington? It doesn't have to be Trump, mm. but what's happening in Washington this moment? Is that possible for you to do? It probably is possible, but I'm going to refuse. What would it be? <laughs> it would be. It would likely be what? Like no. what? What kernel of information would probably lead to a joke? Would the wall lead to a joke? Yeah, or? I think no. I mean, the thing is, you know, what I, I always think is that there are some, and I don't want to be uh, horrible to, to uh, people, but is that I I always call it a civilian joke you know that there are some jokes you see and they're like you you see that thing like you know about the wall and what have right. you, and everyone thinks oh joke about uh the cotel or, or, or right. a joke about uh like pizzas right. in right. or whatever well, and you kind of think yourself, yeah and i always think to myself hmm and i think of a joke and i'll and then i actually question myself and go now is that a civilian joke right. is that a joke that a common man joke. yeah Exactly, the, the man in the street. Right. Who would tell it at the Shabbos and then, table. And then what I sometimes do, actually, genuinely, is I go on Twitter and I search and I'll put in Trump wall machitza. And then you'll see, oh, yes, 50 people have made that joke. Yes, that's the civilian joke. And you've always got a trick is to come up with the joke that, that no, one else, is no one else would think of or the twist that no one else would think of. Brilliant. So there you go. That's, that's, that's Brilliant. the thing. So. Brilliant. I love that. Mm. I love it. So when we go in December to your show. And I do that yap cheek. It will be. Forget about the optic for a second. It'll be 100% new material. Yes, yeah, 100%. Seriously, 100% new show. That's, that's yeah, tough. Yeah. But I didn't know. You know what? So I was in San Diego. Yeah. And I actually did like several things. I did a 90-minute show on Saturday night. But on Friday night, I did a completely different 45 minutes. Completely different. About with completely different material. Um, that's unbelievable. I, I, I've yeah, I've got the material, and I and I like I like writing and I like doing new material. Some people just want to do the same. I get bored. I get bored doing the same material again and again. I want to do new stuff. I always want to do. New you know, material. I understand the person who likes doing the the old material again and again because there is an obsession to perfect it. There is an obsession to oh, no, make I, it sound perfect. Oh no, definitely. But also, yeah, it's true. The danger is you do get a bit bored of it. Right. That's the trouble. Is it doesn't feel fresh to you, and you, you're standing there just going through the motions. Right. I mean, look, I you know if you're doing if you're in I don't know Hamilton and you're doing that every night, right. I mean, you're obviously or whatever any play, you've got to invest into it. Like you've got to give it to the audience, like it's the first time you've said it. Most brilliant but, comic ever, in your opinion, like the one that you admire in terms of their thought process and eventually presenting it to the audience. I lo- I, mean, I love Woody Allen. I mean, really? Yeah, those stand up that stand up. Um, the the seat you know the stand up right. years um, that's you know it includes the moose and all of that he I, lived in your neighborhood oh it's brilliant yeah oh he may have been on the west side yeah I'm not sure if it was on the east no side. I think he plays jazz doesn't he on a Monday um, still the upper east yeah I think so 
And you haven't sorted out? You haven't I, not you yet. Meet, meet not your yet, legend? Not yet. But I mean, he's. Well, they would say never meet your heroes. Right. right? Oh, Probably. trust me. I can tell you a hundred exactly. stories about that. I'm surprised you allowed me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exception that proves the rule. I was actually all right. <laughs> <laughs> Once we let you in the Mizrahi, I said, all right, he can come uh, to the studio. Come, come exactly. on. Exactly. Let me do that. exactly. The guy's dominating with us. Exactly. He, he, well, I'm, the, I'm the only show you could go to on Broadway. And this, I promise this is true. I was doing the show um, at 50th and Broadway, opposite School of Rock, around the corner from Hamilton. And after the show, I would come out and I would dove and mariv with the audience. Right. I'm the only show where the, uh, the, the star not only dovens with you, occasionally I led from the Omad. Obviously, there were no... Uh, you know, you're very unlikely to get a chiv at my show. Right, Because uh, they're not going to come to a comedy Except show. Except for God forbid, like, if it would be you. Then, you know, exactly. And so, you'd uh, be the chiv. Right, right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I, they said, oh, actually, come on. I was like an uncle. I have, an, like I, an uncle. I have an idea for you. Yeah, go on. You know, you, I assume at some point you come out and take a bow, right? They right. close the curtain, yeah, yeah, you come yeah, out, yeah. take a bow, that whole yeah, routine. Yeah. As soon as the applause ends, Exactly. And then you know what would happen? Someone would heckle, Sheh Hamalos. That's right. You can't please. You can that, never please everyone, can you? That's so true. That's so true. I love it. Fantastic. I actually, I'm not joking. I promise this is true. During what I think it was the last night, somebody heckled five minutes in something about is there anyone just wants to quickly? I haven't. I've realised I haven't done mincha. Could anyone help me? And I actually spent. I just did the whole thing of it. Going, come on, who hasn't done mincha? Let's get nine guys for him, and we'll go. And he couldn't find. This actually happened in a show. What does that happen? That doesn't happen to Seinfeld. And they and they did or did not get a minute. No, he didn't. He just went out. He quickly nipped out and did Mincha on his own. <laughs> How weird is that? You were looking at me in a kind of like I don't even know what to I'm, say. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm lost for words. <laughs> just really just like well, it's really, we've all been in that situation, yeah, where you've uh, maybe not, maybe you dove with a minion every day, but like where you've just gone, oh my goodness, I forgot to dove, and I'm looking at the time because it's in the summer, so like Shkia would have been like, right. whatever eight o'clock, whatever. Eight thirty, and I'm and the show starts at eight, and he's obviously just sat there and gone. Ah, I didn't oven. What do I do? Do I do I do I do a like a you know do I do a right. uh, makeup at my right. do I what do I do? We shouldn't do that. But he ever, but then he actually shouted it out. That was instead of just going out, just like going out, like to use so the bathroom. So yeah, he shouted out going like mincha. <laughs> so Blaker's not docha mincha. Yeah, no. One thing we learned from this conversation: yeah, exactly. Blaker is not docha mincha. That even if you're sitting on an Ashley Blaker show, if no. it's not Shkia yet, you have an obligation to go that much? I, th- I, th- I think so. An obligation, oh, yeah. an obligation to see if you can find nine men in my audience. Unbelievable. Um, but it was very funny. It was <laughs> a very funny thing. And say that again. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I'm stunned by the whole thing. When the New York Times does a review of your show, aren't you required to do the exact same show every night? Or is that not a Broadway rule? Or are you not on Broadway? I did. I mean, I, well, no. But hang on. I mean, I did do virtually the same show every night. But I mean, I can't, you can't mitigate. I mean, that is... The show's called at that show, and the show right. should be bringing back to New York. Ashley Blake is strictly but you, but you would hope that it if the New York the Times reviewers in the crowd that they're not there the night you're interrupting for Mincha. Oh, that's funny. I would love that. Oh, that's it was hilarious. The audience were were absolutely. Um, they got they it. Were, they understood what you was going. No, on. it wasn't. They weren't there that night. But I'm saying, I wish they would have been. It would have been hilarious. No, I'm it saying so the audience. Funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, thought no. was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was very funny. It was really funny. And those oh, audience yeah. interaction in comedy, you can't you can't buy that. It's that audience interaction. Um, and uh, those are those are the moments that you re- the the thing audiences love on the whole the moments when an audience will enjoy most the moment when they feel 
that this happened only for me. Right. I got something unique. Right. And actually, that is worth more. Audiences love that. I once did a show where in London where I just noticed like two people on the front row that were talking. There was noise. And I realized that one guy was translating <gasps> into Ivrit for the person next to him. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm, he's, uh, I said, are you translating? He said, yeah, I'm translating into Ivrit. I said, look, I don't mind, but I'm just concerned. Are you getting the timing right? <laughs> that's quite a big part of it. Right, of it's course. The timing. Of course. Um, and then, <laughs> and then five minutes later, it's so even weird that they then got up and left. And I waited for them to close the door and I just went, how funny would it be if I now did the rest of the show and if it... <laughs> Very good. But the audience... They're, they love but it. But the audience loves it because they... They're the insider now. They're the insider. And right. also, they were there on the night that happened. You can't... And that's always... Right. It won't happen the following night. That's why I'm saying about doing new material is right. always fun because the audiences respond when it's something unique. Ashley Blaker, first week of March in New York City. Information on your website? Information on your website. That's at Stand Up New York. Uh, tickets will be on sale next week. Uh, AshleyBlaker.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter. And, and obviously for this area, the next big thing toward the end of December. But we should yeah. mention, as you mentioned, that mm. your concert calendar is full, meaning that there are a lot of organizations, a lot of cities yeah. that are going to have you between now and the end of 2019. Yeah, people, have been, people keep asking me, look, I'm here. If, if people want to... Uh, and again, your website's easiest Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a manager, you have an agent, who do you have? It comes, I, have I have promoters, I have some stuff comes to me, what have you, and um, right. yeah, some stuff goes by. So I can't, I can't negotiate with you. Um, James Corden looks after some of it for me. Oh, he does? Different stuff with different people. But yeah, no, no, look, I have a few holes, and I'm here for, every, like, I'm working every night your, hand, your, hand, well. your handler also is on the upper east side my handler yeah what's my handler yeah, your agent your, I, uh, no no i have people in london oh they're in london yeah, yeah. but no so I, I have so, to negotiate long distance exactly. you say no so uh <laughs> there is such a thing as email do they uh, know you, do they know you carry up do they know you're here this morning do they know that you are here in this studio yeah, this no, morning? People know I'm here. they know you're making an international yeah. impact this morning yeah, yeah exactly exactly um, no, but I'm here for Pesach, so I'm doing every night like I'm performing every night in different... What, uh, local or Florida or I'm California? Doing, I'm, tuned, I'm in, I'm in uh, the Waldorf Astoria, Orlando. Oh, boy, Hyatt, oh, boy. Hyatt Regency, Holy Orlando. Cow. I'm in Villa Roman, New York. I'm in Oceanside. Uh, uh, lots of fun in, in, in Jersey. I'm at Somerset, New Jersey. My God, so It's getting around like every night. You're um, one busy fella. I know. It's going uh, to be a crazy... You better, crazy. I you, might even fit in a bit of Disneyland. You better, Disney World. You better keep writing. Yeah, I need to keep writing. Exactly. And you better keep exploring new things exactly. like the Yap Chicken Borough Park. Exactly. All right. Please. Is it, is, can Yap Chicken be Pesadic or not? Is this a, probably. Probably. Yeah, I'm no chef, but I would right. assume. No, but let, has it got comments in it? Let What's me ask it? my Yap Chick expert. Uh, Yoni, can Yap Chick be Kushal of Pesach? Said a yes or a no. Yoni says, why not? Yeah, fine. Good. All right. So hopefully they'll have it thank, in, that, in the tea rooms. Thank God I have a staff <laughs> to deal with these sensitive issues. Important Shilas. Yes, it's important Shilas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thank Yoni for being our videographer this morning. He's the reason that you're being seen by everyone around the world today. How do you yeah, like that? I love it. It's Amazing. And Yoni, I'm looking forward to Yoni said he'd buy me dinner. Soon. Did he Did he mention which restaurant he's taking you to? or uh, That hasn't come up yet. I don't know. He's very big. In I'm the, a wolf have and you heard of this place? Uh, wolf and Lamb is nice. Can I tell you a funny story about yeah, wolf, sure. the last time I went to Wolf and Lamb? So yeah. I went to Wolf and Lamb. Somebody I've written uh, and worked a lot with is a man called Matt Lucas, who um, is very famous in the UK. Here, people know from Little Britain, Doctor Who, Bridesmaids. Anyway, he came and visited me, and he's Jewish, but not, not right. uh, from... And we went to Wolf and Lamb. Now, in America, as you'll know, a lot of the kosher restaurants will have bread by the washing station. Right. But they've never seen this in the UK. They right. don't get this in the UK. And he went to use the bathroom, and he came back, and he said, it's the weirdest thing. He said, I washed my hands, <laughs> and, and, and there's this bread in the... Like, I said to him, don't you know about toilet bread? 
you know about toilet? And I kept saying, I said, don't you know about the toilet? So the, oh, he goes, no. no. He said, no, this is important part of Judaism, the toilet bread. <laughs> so we've been joking about this. We've laughed about this. It's the toilet bread. <laughs> he just could not. He said, I just, the strangest thing I've ever seen. There's, you go to the bathroom and they give you bread. Why would you have bread? It, it is a little unusual, huh? Yeah. The toilet bread. That's pretty funny. So, uh, but Yoni yeah. recently has been frequenting Izzy's. Have you heard about Izzy's? Izzy, where's that? In Crown Heights. Oh, in Crown Heights. Yeah, I went to Crown Heights. I went to 770 for the first time. What? Actually, first friend, time? First time I'd been in there. Someone gave me a tour. Yeah. I went in the communications room. Right. Have you been there? Where the, the communications the, central. The, yeah, where they had the yeah. phones. It's amazing. Like, I had completely, it's like right. walking into the So 60s. close by is a barbecue restaurant called right. Izzy's. Izzy's, ah. Yeah, and yeah. Yoni claims that uh, later tonight he'll be more than happy to meet you there. Ah, so. right, I went to Chocolate. Chocolate? Is that, is, that the, is that the name of it? Let me check with my staff. Yoni, have we heard of Chocolate? What's the place? What's the place <laughs> opposite 770? Yeah, is that Near it? Near 770? I don't know. I've no. never, I've, I've never heard of Chocolate. Really cool. No, it could be. It could yeah, be. I'm not that familiar. Right, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I exactly. don't know at all when it comes exactly, to this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. You don't look like a Lebowski. I don't know. <laughs> I, would say, I would tell people I've got a very good, you know how some people say I've got a good eye for toupees, for wigs, right. I've got a good eye. I've got a good eye for Lubavitch. Uh, I, was, I can, can tell. spot a Lubavitch. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Well, this has been amazing. AshleyBlaker.com, March yeah. in New York, a million places in 2019, yeah. and a fresh new show coming toward the end fresh of the year. Fresh show at the end of the year, and yeah. I thank you for visiting us. Thank you so much. Shabbat, you're going to be on the Upper East Side? Uh, yeah, and then going back, yeah. Would you like to walk down here uh, for Shabbos lunch this week? Oh, that's it's only about, what, five, six miles, I would yeah. think, in that area? Yeah. How many kilometers? About 10 kilometers? Yeah, I'm a big walker. So would that would that be yeah. would, would that interest you? It could, could happen. That's Unfortunately, fine. I'm not around the shop. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was with you. I thought you were inviting someone else. I thought it was with you. I was, I was inviting you to the yeah. Mizrahi. Exactly, exactly. I thought it was someone else. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure I hold by your levels. <laughs> you, know, I, you don't like I, my standards. Huh? Like, well, I did. I, and then I realized that you watch TV and watch James, know who James Corden is. I'm thinking, I'm not sure I can trust this guy's kashras. So I've been I probably outed. best stay eating myself. I've totally been outed. You stay in your apartment and eat your yapshik. <laughs> exactly. All right, simple as that. Eat my yapshik, exactly. Eitan Freilach is a friend of yours. He's a very good friend of mine. He's a yeah. very nice man. Very nice boy. Who, boy, let's call him a boy. He's, he's a, a very he's nice a boy. boy. He is married to a very nice lady. He is. Girl. And uh, they have a wonderful family, Baruch yep. Hashem, and and they should only have smachot yes. or always. But he has a son; he's, he's in hospital, so yeah, correct. Well, and we so, yeah, we yeah. pray for him yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a song from Eitan Freilach that you would like us to wrap up this segment with. Uh, well, I did. I, it has to be Lahodas Lachab because I I I uh, wrote and performed in the video for that. Wow! Uh, you can see me eating a lot of food for free. Your mamish that. in that video. Uh, uh, it's 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 mainly me. <laughs> You're, you are it's the really video. me, not Nathan. So uh, and Lord. knowing and, him, you probably had a fun time doing it. Ah, uh, we had a great fun. Yeah, yeah. That was in London itself. That was in London. He he. I mean, it's quite meta. He asked me, could I come up with an idea for a video, and so I said, right. I'll, I'll come up with it over if you buy me lunch, <laughs> and then we just filmed that him just buying me food around London and not coming up with any ideas. Just me eating food. It's just me eating food. Why doesn't that work for me when I come up with simple nonsensical oh, concepts? Or they're never met with approval. No, exactly. and you, and you I just, got away with it. You mamish yeah, got yeah, away. Yeah, have with a look at it. It's a, it's a fun video. And you know what? I'm not joking. It's funny what people ask you about kids, particularly like like five, six, ten. You know, those kids under ten always coming up to me in London going. Did you really get to eat those candies for free? Did you really get to eat that burger for free? Did you? That's what's yeah. most important, after yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Free candy. Ashley, I thank you. Thank you. Keep, uh, keep presenting a positive image for the Jewish people. Thank you. I'll try. Thank you. Really AshleyBlaker.com. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. everybody, watching on Facebook, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. The video will be available 
forever. Oh, How do you like that? I, I hope I didn't say anything I shouldn't have said. <laughs> God forbid. Eitan Freilich, who Ashley claims is a friend of his. We are investigating. I have my staff <laughs> on this. Who Ashley claims he knows. He wraps up this segment for us at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. There he is, Eitan Freilich. My thanks to Ashley Blaker. Don't forget tomorrow morning, JM in the AM. It's going to be a big morning. Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He's going to um, he's going to join us at 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning. Um, Rabbi Yudin, of course, Torah portion of the week, 8.15 tomorrow morning. Big, big, big day here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Coming up at 9 o'clock, just five minutes from now, Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. Spin class with Michael Fragan at 9.30. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison has Mrs. Chaya Melber, founder and educator at Taharenu. That's from 10 until 10.30. At 10.30, that's life with Miriam L. Wallach. With Miriam is Stephanie Butnick, deputy editor of Tablet Magazine and host of its weekly podcast, Unorthodox. They'll discuss the success of Amazon Prime Videos, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hear about why Mrs. Maisel is, in fact, marvelous. So if you're into that show, and I know a lot of people in this audience are, uh, tune in at 10.30 this morning. Miriam Alwalik will be speaking with Stephanie Butnick about uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Live lunch from this studio starting at 11, throwback Thursday at 1, 4 o'clock for JM Rewind, 7 p.m. for the Arif Shabbos Show with Mark Zomik, brought to you by our wonderful friends at Kedem. That's all happening at 7 p.m. tonight. Make sure to be tuned in. No doubt it'll be an amazing and incredible show, as you would suspect. We will close things out on this Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM with brand new music from Baruch Levine. The album is called Paduscha. This is the title track you're listening to JM in the AM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. 
heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Thursday here at JM in the AM. Charlie Harari's next. Then Michael Fragan with Spin Class. Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Joseph. Miramel Wallach at the 1030 with That's Life. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel is going to be the focus of that conversation between 1030 and 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Mark Zomik, the Arab Shabbos Show tonight. That starts at 7 p.m. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And don't forget, our live lunch from this studio starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Thursday. My thanks to Yoni Pollock for taking care of Facebook Live. Check out Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network for Ashley Blaker and his visit to JM and the AM. Until tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.